Welcome to the Let's Do This podcast, your not-so-secret weapon for wedding planning, inspiration, inclusivity, and a good dose of sunshine. I'm Maddie Mills, photographer, cat mom, super cool dork, and your host. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Let's Do This podcast, episode number five. Before we kickstart today's episode, and it is a good one, can you do me a favor? I'd really, really appreciate it if you take a screenshot or a selfie of you listening, post it to your Facebook or Instagram, and tag me at Maddie Mills Photos so I can get today's message out to even more people who need it. You would rock my world, and you know the drill. I'd give you virtual hugs, virtual cookies, all the love, and all of the things. Now, Today, we are diving super deep, like under the sea deep, casual Disney reference, sorry, not sorry, (laughs) into our own heads to talk about gratitude. Spooky, right? Like, lol. It's become a word that a lot of people kind of brush off as being super hippie and, you know, kind of nothing but fluff. But there's a movement of people saying heck no to them outdated ideas and really unlocking the key to appreciating life more and adding to your happiness. I couldn't disagree more with all those naysayers because practicing a mindset of gratitude while still very much a work in progress for me personally has definitely set me on a better path and offered me a lot of perspective in life even though I kind of sometimes forget (laughs) Um, you know the act of practicing gratitude to lead you to happiness is really much its own separate nugget Um, it's something that can help facilitate healing and teach you how to appreciate what you have and bring you happiness where you are today but I want to make it clear that doing so does not invalidate the struggles that you're going through or that people go through Mental illness, mental health, you know, challenging life situations, your circumstances causing you stress are 100% valid and its own separate pillar of a thing. You know, those people on Facebook who are uninformed and say to people with depression to, quote, just get outside more. (laughs) Nope, not that's that's not what that's about today. (laughs) That's coming from a place of not having experienced the impact that mental illness has. My chat about gratitude today is not coming from that negative place. So please know that your struggles are valid and 100% completely real. Today's topic is just a piece of the puzzle. It's a larger piece for some and a smaller piece for others, but it's a helpful mindset to be aware of so that each and every one of you can use it on a personal level to help guide you on your journey, wherever you find yourself right now. That's why my guest today is going to share some truths, drop some bombs, and explain how having a gratitude mindset has helped carry him through life. So, (laughs) who do I got across the mic for me today? I'm here with Jason, a real estate agent, content creator, Rogers TV host, father, and all-around entrepreneur who's all about being honest, being yourself, and making waves through helping others. So, Jason, how are you? I'm good helping, uh, making waves through helping others. I like that. I like that. I like that. (laughs) So tell the masses who you are and introduce yourself because there's no one better but you. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think you hit most of it. Uh, my name is Jason. I help people buy and sell and invest in real estate. I guess you'd call that the day job. And I have a few other things that I do. Um, I'm a producer and television host for, for Roger. So I host a show called Out of the Fog, which is all about giving back to the community, letting people see the cool stuff that is in our community. And uh, I also produce a, another show with them that's just for fun and it's a cool cooking competition. Uh, but I'm not, I don't have much to do with that other than watch people do stuff and then laugh and carry on and make notes. And, and actually, come to think of it, most of what I do all of the time is <laughs> laugh and carry on. That seems to be Very why true. people want to want to work with me as a realtor. 
Um, I have a, a media company, so I produce branding related video and photography content for social media. Uh, and uh, what else? I feel like there's more stuff. You have the Ask Jason show. I do the Ask Jason show. Okay, that's interesting. So the Ask Jason show, is, it's a question and answer real estate show that's based, uh, it's a Facebook show. Uh, and people send me questions about real estate and I answer them without any obligation to work with me as a realtor just because sometimes it's good to be able to get the advice of an experienced professional without having to pay them money for it. Totally. You got to serve people before yeah. you can sell. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And I've also curated this really cool group of local entrepreneurs. Um, <laughs> look at you rocking out over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm over you, here rocking out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's this group uh, of local entrepreneurs called Level Up where we all sort of um, help coach, train, crowdsource business advice for people at varying stages of their entrepreneurial journey. And um, that's like one of my favorite things to do. It is my yeah. like favorite thing to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everything is definitely very multi, uh, very multifaceted that you do. Yes. Um, is there a particular point on your journey through and to entrepreneurship? You know, because it's always ongoing that you recall as being especially pivotal that kind of set you on the path to what you're doing now. Yes, actually, I can, I can, I'm, I really, I relive that moment. Um, probably weekly. Um, I, I used to work, I've been in real estate for a long time. I, I built my career around new home construction and I used to work for a really big builder and we had this big economic turnaround a few years ago and the new home construction industry got cut in half, like literally half and 100% of my family's income not just mine but my family's income was dependent entirely on the sale of newly built homes um, I really dug in um, and I uh, I so it's sort of interesting I like the market I don't know this in. story yet no I, I don't talk about it very often yeah and the reason I don't talk about it very often is because um, it it involves it involves somebody else, and I don't talk smack about people who yeah, are there to, to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. So um, the market dropped in half, and and through a lot of hard work, dedication, and pivoting, we were able to sell two more houses than we did the previous year in peak market. Oh wow! So that's huge, right? That's, that's massive. Like, yeah, like that is a, a one hundred percent increase relative to the market, uh, and. The owner said that we needed to make a change to our sales and marketing strategy. And I was like, oh, okay, that doesn't make sense, but I'll listen, what, what's up? And he said, uh, we need a new guy, you're out. I'm bringing somebody else in. Oh, sick, love that. And in that moment, like, I used to be really panicky, mm -hmm. right? I used to be super serious, everything was so intense. And in that, in that <laughs> moment, um, everything in my brain connected. Mm -hmm. And I knew instantly, I'm never working for somebody else again, ever just because I had done everything humanly possible and to to save something in the middle of a market that had fallen apart and there was zero appreciation not only zero appreciation there was zero chance that I'd ever have a piece of the pie yeah so three days after that I filmed the first episode of Ask Jason wow because I was like why am I building somebody else's identity when I can just build my own 
this is like a truth bomb for me too because I actually I mean I know Jason and I had no idea that this even existed and he's really open about stuff so this is actually like I'm shook now <laughs> well I, I try to save some stuff yes. otherwise I mean, every, once everybody hears your shtick and they hear your stories like it, you, you start to run out of things to say and you're not interesting anymore <laughs> I just I just spill it all <laughs> that's actually really interesting yeah because I quit university to run my photography business full-time and I remember it was like so dramatic because I remember walking out of the business building that day and it was sunny and there was like a light breeze in my hair kind of thing you know what I mean and I remember I walked out of that business building after I wrote my last exam and I knew that I was like never going back and so I literally walked out like tossed my sunglasses on my face and just booted her away I was like see you never mind like it's it's like the last scene of an 80s (laughs) totally totally it was completely like that man like this is already going in a completely different direction (laughs) Jason dropping those truth bombs everywhere I can be hard to wrangle sometimes okay I feel like you have questions I do but (laughs) so with the fact that you feel like you can be hard to wrangle we are going to touch on um, some of the things you struggle with mentally before we talk about having a gratitude mindset. So you have ADHD among some other things. Um, so did you want to kind of explain your journey to discovery with what's going on for you mentally and kind of how it's impacted your life, both good and bad? Um, so I used to get, I've only been diagnosed fairly recently. Okay. Um, and just so that people understand, ADHD is really, really poorly named. Attention deficit hyperactive disorder. I don't have an attention deficit at all even a little bit i have i pay attention to way too many things all at the same time yeah. <laughs> i have a, i have a focus deficit right. so i'm constantly paying attention to everything like i can't tell you how many times i've read the the ad over here on the back the radio rai said like all these different things i see them all all the time like um like how you have different color nails mm-hmm. like i'm like i'm paying attention to everything everything all the time. happening all at once it's a focus right. thing so what I used to find, and and a lot of people who grow up with ADHD as children, they don't, um, they they don't fare well academically. Uh, I was fortunate enough that that wasn't the case for me. I've always done well in school, um, so I guess it nobody ever thought to test me to see what it was. They were just like, oh, he's just high energy, kind of right. I feel like that's a really common yeah. story. A lot of adults. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I th- the way it sort of manifested for for me and the way that I utilize it as a tool is I used to get bored with stuff and I would just like I guess straight from ego just having been a smart kid growing up all the time uh getting bored with something just meant that like it wasn't challenging Mm -hmm. so I would just like leave it and go on to the next thing but that meant that there were a lot of unfinished tasks and that was fine in like high school or even in university where like like I could do a half-assed effort and still get an A. Right. Like it, yeah. d- it didn't matter. But when real life happened, doing things half-assedly uh, actually caused problems for other people in the world aside from myself. And that became a problem. So I would bounce back and forth from things that got boring, thinking they were just boring because like I had an ego issue. I'm like, yeah. it's just boring to me because boring I'm too smart. Boring. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. It, it doesn't challenge me. My brain is not interested in that. And as it turns out, my brain wasn't interested in it, but it wasn't because I was too good for it or too smart for it. It was because the baseline of stimulation that my brain needs to pay attention is just higher than the baseline of the average person. So now what I do is when I get bored with something, I, uh, I don't force myself to do it. So I don't medicate my ADHD. Mm-hmm. I, I utilize it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'll just like, okay, so it's not time to do this anymore. I'm going to switch to this other thing. Yeah. And it's definitely a different story for everybody. Like some people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, totally. It's like oh, there's with, people out there who like, they need to yeah, be taking definitely, their stimulants. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So it's always it's interesting to hear both sides. Yeah. 
yeah, so that's that sort of evolved into me having more than one business. Because you definitely have a lot. <laughs> exactly. So like, so now I move from one to the other to the other to the other when my brain tells me it needs a break from this other thing because my brain doesn't ever need a break. Like I don't get my brain doesn't get tired. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It gets bored of things. So it's not like like maybe if you're sitting there and you're editing photos for a really really long time. Oh yep, that's my life. For yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. You might you might get sick of that, and then you might need to zone out for a while to let your brain heal. I don't need to zone out and let my brain heal. I need to switch to something else and keep using my brain in a different way. And it's just, it's this freak mutation gives me this condition, this mental yeah. illness. If you want to come, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do quote fingers. You Air can't quotes. see him, yeah. but like it, it's not really an illness. It's sort of a superpower. If you, if you have the self-awareness to understand mm-hmm. what it's for and how to use it. Totally. So totally. that's, that's how it's a tool for me. Yeah, and that's really incredible because um, I'm definitely one of those people, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I let my own emotions affect me a lot. So I love hearing different people's perspectives on how they handle, um, you know, how they handle what goes on in their head. Um, And speaking of handling things, there is also another story that I find really impactful when you tell it. So I would love if you would tell everybody here listening. Um, A while ago, you had another big turning point in your life when you were on the verge of bankruptcy, filed for bankruptcy, that whole um, kind of scenario. So that was really a big turning point in your life, too. So did you want to talk about that for me? Yeah. So um, that's a long story. I'm wondering where I should start. How long is this podcast? <laughs> is this like the Joe Rogan experience? Are we going to be here till next thir- Thursday? Now, listen, like I, I can yeah. talk a lot, but I'm not quite that bad. <laughs> so um, there's, a, there's a whole lot of stuff that lines up in that. Um, everybody has mental health issues, right? Of course. Mental yeah. health and mental illness are not the same thing. Um, uh, I, have a, I, I also live with depression. I'm, it's really, really well under control. That's it's not an issue for me, but there was a time when it wasn't. Of course, yeah. yeah. Then, and what happens is if you don't maintain your mental health, your mental health can escalate or de-escalate, whatever you look at, into a clinical illness. So that's sort of what happened to me. Um, I had left one job in management and went into a 100% commission sales job. So I had left like a six-figure salary kind of on the table and just went into sales. And uh, my grandfather had passed away, Mm -hmm. very, very close to me. Um, I had just built a brand new home at the peak of the market, and then the market had began to quickly decline. So I was very much upside down on my house. Uh, My marriage was shaky at the time. But I mean, relationships get crappy when everything in the world gets crappy around them. A lot of stuff kind of compounding Yeah, it's really hard to keep that bubble out. Yeah, totally. And and I had a kid. Mm -hmm. So like... All, all, and I moved into my new house. So, like, if you Google like world's most stressful situations, <laughs> like all of the top five happened to me at, the same at like the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was very much, and at this point in time, I wasn't diagnosed uh, with depression or with ADHD. Or I, I have a little bit of anxiety sometimes, but it's I think it's more like the anxiety that has been selected for through right, evolution, it's like circumstantial, yeah, stuff. to let you right. know that there's something going on. You should look at it. Uh, so uh, I let myself kind of spin out of control for lack of knowing any better. And um, I, I, can remember being on, I can remember being on the phone with CRA because the majority of, of the money that I owed anybody was to Canada Revenue. And I relate to that, buddy boy. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, was, I was talking to the people in Canada, at Canada Revenue and they just have their policies about repayment. Sure. And they were saying that the situation that I was proposing uh, didn't fit their protocol. It wasn't something that they were able to do and I'm like I'm trying to give you like almost everything 
um, and then a little while later, I'll give you the, the rest. rest, sort of. Because, I mean, I've been successful as a realtor. Like, like I'm not... Yeah, like, you don't it, need to It treats it. me well. Sure. Like, I, like it treat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I'm okay. My house is nice. Yeah. My car is okay. Like, yep. I, right? Yeah. So, it, I would have been okay, but they... <laughs> They just wouldn't. And I got so frustrated. And I, I since make the decision, I since sort of have a rule for myself. There's the authentic Jason who has a clear mind and thinks things through and makes good decisions. And then there's, and I think anybody who's listening can apply this to themselves. Then there's the inauthentic Jason who is probably spiled into a little bit of a mental health issue. Maybe some illness is sneaking in there. And the inauthentic Jason tends to make lesser quality decisions than the authentic Jason. And those lesser quality decisions will become triggers for future authentic Jason when he's in a better mindset to feel bad about having done something crappy a while ago. And that'll spin him back down into inauthenticity again. Right. Just so like a big cycle. Exactly. So that's sort of what happened. I made some decisions that were poor because I wasn't in the best present of presence of mind. And I'm not, I'm not going to blame illness for any of it. Uh, I was less authentic in that point. And uh, I made some decisions and uh, I hit the, the reset button. Like we should all be very grateful that we are Canadians and all of your debt can go away just by hitting a button. And I mean, you pay the price. There's nothing fun about being bankrupt. There is nothing fun about it. But as a strategy, when you're moving forward in business, uh, it's really not that bad. And when you know what the worst case scenario is like, you have gratitude for everything. And when you know that you can come up out of everything and there's really nothing that's insurmountable, you start to learn how much control you actually have over your own life. And I think that's one of the mental superpowers he has. That's a term that he uses a lot. Um, and yeah, him having him having gratitude um, and being able to look at life in a way where you are helping yourself be responsible for your own happiness and, you know, partially for your own mental state as well. Um, so what, like, do you have any little gems of wisdom for everybody on, you know, what having a gratitude mindset means to you and what are some actual active ways people can go about incorporating having gratitude uh, in their yeah, life? Sure. Um, Here's one I had with somebody uh, just literally last night. Um, someone who's very, very important to me, very, very important, very close to me, uh, has a, a generalized anxiety disorder and uh, is going through a tough time and has a, is aware that a lot of the emotions, a lot of the anxiety are, they're not, I'm not going to say they're not real because the, the emotion, the feeling is very, very mm -hmm. real. But the legitimacy of the feeling is questionable because it's hard to tell. It's that authentic versus inauthentic version of yourself. It's hard to tell if like, if it's the real Maddie who feels this or if it's Maddie's anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's hard sometimes to separate exactly, you know, what your rational self knows versus what's yeah. going on in your head. Yeah. So an injection of reality into that situation just to ground you back into the real world for a moment is incredibly powerful. And how do we perceive reality? Well, we have our senses. Okay, so you're in the middle of an anxiety freak out. You're like, okay, let me think of things that I can feel, smell, touch, hear all around me to bring me into reality for a second so that I know that I'm in a real place. Okay, so okay, I can feel, I can feel my, the floor under me. I can feel the shape of my boots. I can wiggle my toes. I can feel the softness of my socks. Or if I'm warm, I can feel like it's a little damp because it's sweaty and they're going to stink later. And oh, great. Exactly, right? <laughs> so and descriptive, beautiful. Exactly, right? Like I can, I can feel the texture of the desk that I'm on. I can hear my own voice. I can smack my lips. And <laughs> Is I can, this an ASMR right? podcast? Exactly. Like I can smell, I, like, um, I can 
smell the food that's cooking. So right. I am in reality. I recognize I'm in the real world. I'm here. I'm grounded for a mm-hmm. second. I'm not spinning out right now. Now, let me think about, that's the micro reality of where I am. Let's think about the macro reality of where I am. There's like 7.7 billion people in the world, something like that. Um, the majority of us are in the top few hundred thousand. Like if you're middle class or higher, you're okay. That's insane, man. right? That's crazy. It's to so think about. true, though. Like it's statistically speaking, you don't really get to complain about that. Like it's a, don't get me wrong. If something is shitty in your life and you don't like it, you should have people who you trust, who you love, who will listen to you and will help and will guide you. And you can say to them like, hey, Maddie, this thing is really bothering me and here's what's going on. You get to say that. Yeah, of course. You get to be the person who voices their opinion, their experience and gets it out. It gives you the ability to actualize what's going on in your life and then you can brainstorm on finding a solution. Yeah, totally. And at the end of the day, um, you know, there can be things happening around you and things that are impacting your life, but you also have to be responsible for your own destiny too. Um, And that's where I think having a mindset of gratitude comes in, like you always talk about, because it really helps you kind of take control um, a little bit, at least of what's going on in your head and kind of kickstart you on to um, a better path, you know, to healthier thinking and helping you appreciate what you do have and just to give you a more balanced mindset to propel you forward then into what it is that you want. uh, It's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, like you, everything that you feel is valid and you have the right to express what's on your mind, but you also need to bring in that perspective and the idea that this is just a blip and that, you know, there yeah. are people with better people with it better, people with it worse. Like everything just kind of has to come together and create a balance to help you move forward through your juju that you're dealing so with. So <laughs> I, I like to deploy, it's really simple. I like to, to just deploy a silver linings exercise to that. It doesn't matter what it is. There's at least one silver lining for sure. And it's just a matter of, of trying to, to, to find a way to, I did a Facebook post a little while ago and, um, and I was just, I was frustrated because I had just come out of a conversation where somebody was just complaining all the time. I just couldn't get them to understand, like, mm-hmm. you're making it worse, right? And this is not like, it's not like a law of attraction sort of thing, but it's really, really simple. Like, your brain, like, I don't know if you know anything about neuroscience, but like, your brain makes connections through repetition of the same thoughts. Yeah. That's how we remember things that we think about often versus not remembering things that we never think about because you form the connections over and over and over again and they get really, really solid. You hear it enough and then you start to believe start it. To believe it yeah. So that makes it hard for you to then say, I, I am good enough. I am worth it. I can do it. I am doing it. I'm the best. I'm successful. It makes it hard for you to do that because it's so counterintuitive to everything that your brain has heard for so, so long. So that's why a lot of people have a hard time looking in the mirror, looking themselves in the eye and just saying like, I love me. Well, Jason, thank you so, so much for coming on to this episode of the Let's Do This podcast. Is there anything to kind of sum up this conversation that you want to leave people with before I do my little official closing? Uh, I I would like to challenge everybody, everybody who is listening to think of the worst thing in your life right now, the worst possible thing that you are dealing with right now on a daily basis or even in this moment as you're listening. Think of it and I challenge you to find a way to feel grateful for it. And I promise if you find a way to feel grateful for the worst thing in your life, your entire life will change. Boom. (laughs) Jason, like I'm laughing right now because I'm dorky, but that was an absolutely incredible conversation. That was an amazing truth bomb. And 
Um, I didn't expect it to relate to me so much as it's doing also right now. And I think that's what's really cool about um, me doing this podcast is I'm able to connect with a lot of people in a different way. Um, you know, I can go on Instagram and talk until the cows come home about certain things. And that's, you know, really valid and connecting in its own right. But being able to sit across a table from somebody and have these super, super open conversations is something that I am very grateful for. So big round of applause for Jason Piercy. Thank you so much. You can check him out on the Ash Jason Show, Facebook, Instagram, all of the things. I will put all his credentials in the podcast description down below. Thank you so much for listening to the Let's Do This podcast episode number five. Until next time, I'm Maddie. Let's do this.